Chapter 1 WTFJH It's about 6 a.m. in the morning, somewhere in Germany. The date is May 15th, 2012. I was sleeping on the couch in the living room of a condominium, having gone to bed a bit late the night prior. It's usually pretty peaceful and quiet in this neighborhood, so there's not really a lot of noise that happens around 6 a.m. in the morning. However, there was a door knock. Actually, prior to the knock, someone had also started buzzing the doorbell. The thing about this building is that it was relatively secure, so in order for someone to access the building, they have to ring the doorbell downstairs and the person in the building would have to buzz them in. The doorbell was ringing and I was not really expecting anyone at that time of day. Now, I was not alone in the condo. I wasn't necessarily sure if the other person I was sharing the condo with was expecting someone around this time because I had just picked her up from the train station the evening prior. And although the, our conversation ended on a relatively positive note, things were still a bit awkward between us. I know I'm speaking vaguely right now, and I'll leave it at that for now and share more details as the story progresses. Now let's get back to this doorbell. I answered the intercom, but I received no response. So I just went back to lay down on the couch. After a couple of minutes, I heard what sounded like feet shuffling in the hallway right in front of the door. I started to get a little bit curious as to what was going on in the hallway. Now, before I could even start exploring my imagination further as to what it could be, I heard a loud bang on the door, followed by the doorbell ringing. Another boom, boom, boom followed. Now this was a bit surprising to me. The first thought that crossed my mind was if whoever was banging on the door had the correct address, because this was certainly unusual. I cautiously walked over to the door because the banging was consistent. Whoever it was clearly tried to let their presence be known. When I looked through the peephole, I yelled, who is it? And there was an immediate response, Polizei, which is the German word for police. Now, I'm taken back by hearing that. I didn't do anything to warrant the German Polizei banging on the door, at least as far as I knew. From what I could see through the people, there were at least seven people, some dressed in police uniform and others in plain clothes. They seemed pretty convinced that they're at the correct address because the voices kept yelling what sounded like warnings to bust through the door if someone didn't open it. Hearing that, I slightly cracked open the door and asked, how can I help you? One of the men in the hallway called out a name I'm familiar with, identified as a police officer, and said he had the authority to enter the condo. After announcing that, they essentially started pushing their way through the door. For a brief moment, I started to push back on the door, and then a voice in my head told me to stop, because the fact of the matter is... They identify themselves as authorities of a country in which I was pretty much a guest at the time. As we were barging in, I noticed two armed uniform officers. And if I recall correctly, about six unarmed, plain clothes, civilian attire people with them. I believe one of the uniform officers asked me if the individual whose name they had mentioned at the door was in the condo and if there was anyone else home. I said yes. This individual was home and in the bedroom that I needed to check to make sure that they were okay and dressed. 
The polizai immediately stopped me and said I couldn't do that, but rather one of the officers that I assumed identified with she, her pronouns, would go into the room instead of me. The other uniform officer asked me to take a step back and find another room to sit in so they could do their job. We decided on the kitchen as a place for me to wait. Meanwhile, the rest of the people started to go through things in the house. They were starting to open cabinets, drawers, paper bins, the shredder. And after sitting down for like two minutes, they asked me to hand over my cell phone and any other electronic devices I had in the condo. Even though I wasn't fully aware of what was happening, I did my best to not cause a scene and I cooperated. I understood that they were there to execute some sort of arrest warrant, but I didn't understand the reason why. And when I kept trying to find out what the reason was, the constant answer I kept getting was that this wasn't for me. So they couldn't share more details with me. It was a very nerve wracking experience, uh, but I had to respect it. And I just let the process play out. As the chaos was happening, the individual who the arrest warrant was for, my ex-fiance, came out of the bedroom with a shocked look on her face as to why the police were pretty much ransacking the place. The police asked her to wait in the kitchen as well. There was a balcony that connected the kitchen and the living room, and she was allowed to sit on the balcony as the search continued. For a brief moment, I actually got an opportunity to ask her about what was happening. I guess her response didn't surprise me. She said she obviously didn't know what was going on and was trying to figure out herself. She was presented with an arrest warrant sometime between when the police entered the property and when she came to sit in the kitchen area. As the search intensified, one of the officers dressed in civilian attire asked me into the other room in the office area and started asking me questions about if I knew the type of business my ex was doing and things related to some of her business partners and associated companies. During this time, they had located some documentation that belonged to my registered business inside one of the drawers of the office desk and started to ask if I was familiar with this company. Uh, the officer asked, you know, whose binder is this? I responded by saying it's mine and belong to my business. The officer paused for a second as if to work out the German to English translation in his head and asked me a follow-up question, what type of business is it? I responded, it's a fast-moving consumer goods trading company. I buy and sell products from business to business. It would be an understatement to say that the energy in the room changed after I mentioned that. The police officer, or we can probably say investigator at this point, started to flip through the pages of the folder he had in his hand and asked me what the name of the company was that I was referring to. I mentioned the company name. He asked where the company was registered. I said it was legally registered in the Republic of Cyprus, as the document stated. I didn't realize that I was setting myself up to walk into a trap based on the type of investigation being conducted. The investigator walked away to make a phone call. After about a minute or two, he came back and was like, you're coming with us. 
I didn't want to come across as hiding anything or not cooperating. So I responded, sure, if you want me to, not a problem. He asked my language of preference. I knew basic German, but not enough to go through any legal documents and deal with authorities. So I naturally requested for English. He said, okay, and pulled out a piece of paper from a folder that was bilingual, English and German. And I recall him asking me to sign it. Considering the circumstances, I definitely wanted to give it a read first. After I read it, the document basically stated that I agreed to get arrested. Clearly, that was not something I agreed with or agreed to, considering the fact that I hadn't done anything wrong. At least in my mind, I hadn't. I informed the officer that I would not sign the document and handed him back his paper. He wasn't very happy about that. He put a check mark on one of the paragraphs. I believe it essentially stated that I disagreed to sign the paper. Who would volunteer to get arrested? Not this guy. Uh, the officer informed me that he was going to have to handcuff me. Again, I, I didn't want to resist in order to give the officer a reason to validate further actions towards me. Since it seemed that I didn't have any choice to walk away, I requested for the officer to at least let me know why I was getting arrested. The officer paused for a moment as if to think about what he was going to say. Then he basically said that the German tax authorities were investigating a tax fraud crime and that I had to come with them at this point and that more information would follow later. I took a moment myself to process what he said and a lot of questions naturally started coming to mind. The first thing that crossed my mind was that I didn't have a company registered in Germany, so I wouldn't be able to commit tax fraud with the German government. There was no direct connection for me both on the business and personal side with taxes. Interesting. At that point, I figured the other questions I had wouldn't get answered right then and there, so I shifted the conversation to asking who would take care of the pets we had in the condo during our absence. The police realized it was important to address that, so they permitted a monitored call and allowed my ex to contact a neighbor and close friend of hers to ask her to help with the pets. Now I want to take a step back and call out something that happened prior when I was asked to hand over all electronic devices. Before I handed over my cell phone, I requested for a moment to take down some phone numbers that I would need access to in order to inform people of my whereabouts. I was surprised that I was permitted to do this. Perhaps it was because I wasn't considered a suspect at that moment in time when the phone was requested. I grabbed about a half piece of letter-sized paper, wrote down a handful of numbers and folded up the paper and put it in my smaller part of my jeans pocket. This little piece of paper with the names and numbers would play a critical role later in the story. After being given the opportunity to change clothes into something more suitable to step outside with, I was put in handcuffs and walked out of the condo as the search continued inside. I was ex escorted by two Pulitzer officers dressed in civilian attire. I guess you could say that the officers were kind enough to cover up my handcuffs with a jacket and walk beside me in an attempt to not bring too much attention to the nature of the situation. 
There were no sirens blaring or police lights activated. We walked calmly to the vehicle. I was put in the back seat of the car and we started our drive to the police station. Even though I appeared to be calm on the outside, the situation was extremely nerve wracking and had so many unanswered questions. Perhaps my calm demeanor on the outside made the officers at ease because they were very well mannered and even entertained a conversation with me. Outside of the small talk, I asked the officers if they had any insight as to what was going on with me and why it was necessary to detain me. I was informed by the German authorities that they were investigating a tax carousel scheme involving a lot of money and that supposedly I was a suspect, hence my immediate detention. This was the first time I had ever heard of a tax carousel scheme. And I had a deep mixed bag of emotions ranging from curiosity, confusion, fear, and nervousness. What does that mean? The officer elaborated further and said, it is basically when there are a bunch of companies that come together in an organized and intentional way to commit tax fraud through a chain of fraudulent business transactions designed to claim value-added tax reimbursements from the state. That is speaking of the topic in a very general way. Can I please get more details as to why and how the German authorities think I'm involved in this? The officer responded, that's why we're taking you in. So you can be investigated further to determine your involvement. That sounded serious. Now my mind is rushing at a thousand kilometers per hour, trying to think of all the past business transactions I had conducted that would warrant such an accusation. To be honest, the rest of the relatively short 20 minute drive felt so much longer because my mind was fully engaged in processing what I had just heard. Here we are, the police station. This is starting to feel real. It was a very short process before I was put into a cell downstairs in the basement of the station. The officers told me it was a temporary holding place until I was transferred to the next city over for an actual overnight stay in jail. Apparently, the German authorities were permitted to hold me 24 hours without needing an arrest warrant. I'm assuming this would buy the authorities some time to put something together if they had intentions of detaining a person longer. As I was getting ready to be placed in my cell, I heard my name called out. Nick, is that you? I recognized the voice. I responded, yes, it's me. Everything is going to be all right. But was it? After spending a few hours in the temporary cell, the two officers returned as they said they would and transported me to another neighboring city called Mannheim. It's in the Baden-Württemberg region in Germany, where I was fully processed with photos, fingerprints, asked personal identifying questions, and even provided some beddings and the removal of my shoelaces. The officers who transported me wished me luck. I was shown to my new cell. 
which seemed to be the place I would be spending at least one night. What a day so far. Hey, we've been through worse. Let's make the best of it. I started to lose my sense of time. I'm pacing back and forth, thinking where I could have made mistakes. Did I make any mistakes to warrant this? Lay down, stand up, walk, do push-ups. I don't recall the time I was provided a meal, but it was there. I lost my appetite. The time felt longer. My emotions started to heighten. Stay calm, deep breaths. Eventually it's lights out. Let's try to get some shut-eye. Can we? Let's try.